Hello, and welcome back to On Your Screen, a show featuring conversations about the sounds and images we interact with every day. I'm your host, Will DeGravio, and on today's show, I sit down with Kaylin Meadows, otherwise known as Kiki Crazed on YouTube. Kaylin may be known to many of you as the creator of a fantastic video essay, The Rise of Film TikTok. On today's show, we talk about Kaylin's video essay, but expand it to talk more generally about film TikTok or film talk. What is it? What's happening on TikTok? What does the future of film TikTok look like? What does film TikTok mean for film criticism, for videographic criticism? What are the trends? What's happening there? And what are these videos that you are watching and listening to each and every day on your screens? I'm so appreciative to Kaylin for coming on the show and spending some time with us and explaining what exactly Film TikTok is. As always, you can learn more about the show, more about me, and more about Kaylin at thevideoessay.com. And now, here's my conversation with Kaylin Meadows. pleased to be joined by Kaylin Meadows, who I would say without question is one of the rising stars or perhaps is already a star of the uh, video essay uh, world. Uh, Kaylin is a student at Ithaca College and is the creator of many audiovisual essays. Um, But the reason we're here today is to talk about one in particular and then use that video essay as a jumping off point to talk about a larger subject. And that video essay is one that if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably already watched and enjoyed. Um, It is The Rise of Film TikTok. Um, Kaylin actually also generously agreed to be interviewed for Notes on Videographic Criticism a couple months ago, a month ago. Time all blurs together. I don't remember. And we we talked about this video essay. So this conversation is going to kind of be um, a follow-up to that. Um, So Kaylin, welcome to uh, the video essay podcast. It's so, or on your screen, whatever, same thing. Uh, Great to have you here. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you for having me and thank you for those uh, very kind words. Yeah, it's good to be here. Well, thank you. Well, please, please introduce yourself. Um, tell us about your your YouTube channel. What got you interested in making uh, video essays? Yeah. So uh, my name is Kaylin Meadows, uh, also known or better known as Kiki Crazed on YouTube and Twitter and all that. I've, in terms of how I got interested in making video essays, it kind of was a very slow process. I've had a YouTube channel since like seventh grade I think I actually I made it the day after I turned 13 because I didn't want to like get taken down or anything I used to make like vlogs to teach myself how to use a camera and also like get better at speaking to people and at that point I was really into like how-to filmmaking videos um and then when I watched those you know YouTube started to recommend me stuff like uh, every frame of painting now you see it all of those classics and but I never really like, st- I didn't start making video essays then because I thought I like, I don't know anything about film. I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. Um, so I held off for a couple years and then 
in high school, I took IB film, and part of the final assessment for that is basically making a video essay. It's called the comparative study, and you just have to compare two films around a theme. So that was my first video essay. I think it's floating around on Vimeo somewhere. It's not very good. <laughs> but after that, I felt confident enough to make my first video essay on the channel. So, and I think kind of similar to how I first started my channel, it's just a way to teach myself various editing softwares and also get better at talking about film. Absolutely. I think I can totally relate to that, right? It's like you can't get better at making video essays until you start, right? Um, and But I feel like you're like a natural. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll definitely have to track down your first video essay. I wish they offered that class at my high school. Um, that sounds amazing. Um, one thing that you just mentioned there that you talk about in the rise of film TikTok is kind of this personal journey that you go through on these websites, whether it's YouTube or in this case, uh, TikTok. And I think you begin the rise of film TikTok by saying like, my TikTok is not your TikTok. My film TikTok is not your film TikTok. So what inspired you to make uh, the rise of film TikTok? Like what what gave you the idea to kind of get a little a little meta, I guess, um, in your work? Um, well, it, the idea kind of came from this podcast, actually, or the video essay podcast, because um, I spent like all last summer listening to it. I would listen to it while playing Minecraft. Um, and um, it it just I had never like seen that side of the video essay world. Like I had only watched like the big YouTube people. Um, and it really opened my mind to like what a video essay could look like. And around that same time, my sister, she started making TikToks on film TikTok. She's in the video. Her username is um, Blue Emmy Lou. She's, I used a lot of her videos. Um, and so we, we just got to talking about TikTok and this kind of stuff that I had started to think about um, with the podcast. And we just noticed a lot of similarities with between TikTok and video essays. Um, so the idea kind of came from there. Also, this happens with a lot of my video ideas. I, I saw people hating on film TikTok and I just wanted to defend it and fight for it. Yeah, I don't know. I just, and also related to how I held off on making video essays for a while because I didn't think I was smart enough. You know, you go on TikTok and you see people who are like very, very new to film, but they're just jumping in and, and learning about it. Um, and talking with others. And I just thought that was so cool. So I really wanted to highlight that. Yes, I, I love that. I was going to ask you about this later, but now that you've mentioned it, let's just dive, let's just dive right into it. Okay. So kind of what gave me the idea, and also thank you for your kind words about the podcast and for always supporting the podcast on Twitter. Um, I'm like honored that the podcast played a very small role in this fantastic video essay. So I, I saw you, I follow your tweets and I, you know, I will admit I'm not well acquainted with the film TikTok scene. But, you know, you see TikTok videos, and maybe we can talk about this later, be po reposted on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or, or YouTube or, or wherever. So I, I see TikTok videos. One, one genre, I guess, of TikTok that I've seen is people discovering like classic movies for, for the first time. And they'll kind of have some type of reaction to it. Or maybe they'll be like, oh, this is underrated, or I can't believe how, how good this is, or whatever. And then I see other people who are just being jerks on, on Twitter, like repost these videos and make fun of these creators who, I mean, I don't, I don't assume to know how old they are, but they look like they're maybe in high school or, or college. Um, and 
you, I've seen you defend these 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 people by say like don't hate on people for discovering great movies for the first time. And I don't even have a question here. I just want to talk about how how dumb that is because I, I just feel like you know in in your in your video essay you talk about this communal experience this the fact that TikTok sees you through the eyes of someone else and you see people discover films for the first time so c- can you talk about that sense of discovery that's that's on TikTok and 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 why we shouldn't hate on that <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean i'd say the average age of someone on film t- TikTok the average age of someone on film TikTok is probably like 16 maybe like even younger i don't know and it just like who cares about if they think something is underrated? When I was 15, I didn't really think about film. Like when I was 16, I I don't even know what I was doing about like thinking about film. I I didn't really think about it. So I just think it's it, you know why what is there to hate really? Like and the big the big thing on on Twitter is hating on film TikTok for calling like popular films underrated. Like maybe underrated isn't the right word to use, but I again I don't think it's a big deal. It's just it's I think it's because film Twitter, you know, is a very gatekeepy place. Like it's very much like, you know, like I know more about film than you. TikTok so far hasn't really gotten very gatekeepy. It's very like accepting um, like well the platform it's it's the platform isn't just young people but it's mostly young people and they're just like sharing their thoughts about film it's very like I think it's so genuine and anyone who who tries to hate on it is just there's no point and one thing that drives me crazy so I think I have a level of of empathy for this because I didn't become like a film person until my junior year of college right like I like I saw Citizen Kane my my you know freshman fall and I like loved it and I was excited about it and I want to talk about it and I'm sure not a single original thought went through my head you know but that's okay and I, and I think about this all the time when you know you see all of these pieces by critics or whoever about oh the, the movie industry's dying people don't go to theaters anymore blah 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 and I think to myself like and now you have these 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 you know young people i mean i'm a young person too so i'm not trying to like you know pretend i'm some old whatever but you know people you know even 10 years younger than me um who are really excited about film and you're trashing them like why we should be we should be accepting that embracing it and telling people telling people to go and to to, to to keep discovering and say, oh, you you think, you think you know, um, the Shawshank Redemption is underrated and great? Like, you know, actually people really love it. And here are some cool articles for you to read to keep doing it. And here are some, here are some other f- articles that you should keep watching. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But what, what is it about film TikTok that allows for that openness? Like that, that, that Twitter doesn't, is there something about it? I don't know. I think it, maybe it's just because it's so it's it's probably like a little over a year old now so it's not that new but it's very much people just figuring things out as they go and there's no rule set rules or, or structure in place so i think that allows for a lot more freedom one thing that is really cool is in you you break this down in in your video essay is that a lot of people will do kind of just like really fun analysis of motifs uh, or of colors and 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 just kind of these really interesting analyses that you know you don't need to have you know a PhD in film to be able to do um, and you can really just make use of the platform itself um, 
what what is it about like the interface of TikTok that makes it, you know, a good place to create these kinds of videos? And I'm asking this question for someone who who might not have TikTok and who doesn't know how the app works. So could you could you just provide us a window into how someone would go about just creating like a surface level, simple film, not simple, but, you know, just a basic film analysis or mini video essay on TikTok? Yeah, well, I think TikTok as, as an app, TikTok has a lot of, well, not a lot. TikTok has some basic editing capa- capabilities right in it. So there are a lot of TikToks that are just made right in the app. So it's so easy to just, if you have a clip like downloaded from YouTube, you can just put it up, put like some text over it in TikTok and you know, you have a, a film TikTok. Um, also, there's just a lot of phone editing apps that that work really well now. So that's a big thing, just the how easy it is to to put together videos now. Like the platform as a whole, it's it's so it's based around remixing other people's videos. Um, so it, it it turns it into a big sort of conversation, and you you're bouncing ideas off of each other. That's also how you know someone might join TikTok and on day one they think the Shawshank Redemption is like underrated like best movie ever and, and you know it is pretty good but um but then they they get on film TikTok they interact with other people and then they learn about new films that way TikTok it didn't have this feature when I was like writing and recording my video but it has a feature now called stitching which is basically when you start you take a clip from someone else's video and then your video will start out with that clip and then you add on to it. So a lot of that thing is like a lot of what people do with that is they'll take someone else's setup like like this is a movie that that made me cry or something um, and then they'll add their own clips. They'll stitch that and they'll add, they'll add their own clips. I, I love this idea of uh, stitching is what you call it. So I don't even know if I said, but I don't even have TikTok, right? So so I think let's just get that out of the way. My goal is after this conversation, I'm going to download it. Like, so you are you are acting as like my my guide into <laughs> into the world of TikTok. So it seems to me that it's really easy for this 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 reappropriation of videos. You can do so much of it within the app, and that the app itself is structured to kind of have this that this ne- this never ending cycle of people responding and re editing and remixing. One thing that I loved that you mentioned in in the rise of film TikTok was the importance of sound on on TikTok. And sound is something that is so crucial to the audiovisual essay, but I think sometimes it gets forgotten. Like I think where sometimes we get so obsessed, or at least I do, with talking about and thinking about the image that I don't think about the sound as much. Could you talk about why sound is so important to TikTok and I guess film TikTok in particular? Yeah, sound is is really important um, on TikTok because, well, on TikTok, a sound kind of acts like a, like a, a sound, like as a, a, a single sound is the clip of audio that goes under a video. And then someone can make a video with that exact same sound. Um, and all the sounds have like their own page where you can see all the videos that use that sound. Um, yeah. So it, it kind of acts like a, a, a tag on the video in a way. Um, so there'll be like certain sounds that are like very specific to a certain side of TikTok. Like there, there'll be like a sound that a lot of film TikTokers use or even a sound that, that 
links to a certain style of video like i talk about this in the video in in the my video essay is that there was a, a certain song that was used for supercuts um so if you hear that you know that a supercut is coming i mean this is debated because tiktok doesn't say a lot about how their algorithm works but if you use a popular sound chances are you'll get more views on your video so that's also a factor and that also helps communities sort of form around a certain sound. So it seems to me like the sound is like the, that's what perhaps more than anything is what connects videos to one another. Like it will start almost like a domino effect of reappropriation of the sound and then people put their own twist on it. So it simultaneously recalls all of the videos that use that sound, but also pushes it forward and that it's putting new images with that sound. Yeah. It's also like when you spend a lot of time on TikTok, you know, scrolling through video after video, you start to recognize them and associate them with certain visuals or, or, or feelings or anything. Um, so that's part of it. It's, it's you can't like, well, I mean, if you want to, I, I, I won't stop you, but uh, you can't like jump on TikTok day one and just post something and expect it to click with the rest of, of the platform. It You really need to kind of immerse yourself and understand it's it's basically it's basically like a, a shared sort of language you know you just you have all of these sounds and their associations in your back pocket when you need to make a video right that makes a lot of sense and and what one thing that it's and tell me what you i'd be curious to know what you think of this and then this is just based on solely what you've been telling me and and obviously your video essay but it seems to me a lot in videographic criticism we talk a lot about like parameters right um and you know, in the the videographic exercises that listeners of this show, I guess over a year ago now or about a year ago now, well, it's crazy to think, um, were assigned, like there's different, you know, there's different ways to create video essays. Like you could do a voiceover or the Pecha Kucha videographic exercise, which is um, 10 six second clips and then a minute of audio over it. Um, and then within those exercises and with those kinds of standard ways of making video essay, there's different types of videographic rhetoric almost, um, that in turn shape the creation of the piece. And it, so it almost seems that TikTok as a platform through its norms and conventions and traditions shapes the content that it creates, which is really interesting because then in a way it's like those videos can only really exist on TikTok or that's the only way you can get the full context. Yeah. It's kind of similar to YouTube, I think, you know, as someone who has to answer to the content ID gods whenever I upload a video, I have to shape my own videos around the YouTube's copyright system. So it's, it's very similar to that. Hmm. And is there a like as you were creating your your YouTube channel, were there things you were thinking about as far as norms that YouTubers do um, to to connect with audience or to find audience. I mean, that could be something as the way you talk or edit your videos or the way you design your thumbnail or all of those different things. Like, is that something you thought about on YouTube? And how are that? How does is there a comparable thing on TikTok that users do to kind of, I don't know, like signal they're in the know? I feel like I sound like I'm 100 years old in the way I'm asking this question. But um, <laughs> does that make sense when I'm asking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing that I always think about on YouTube is designing my thumbnails. I always try to put a face in them, like a face or eyes or just something like that to really like draw in, you know, a casual YouTube scroller. And I think that's, 
I mean, something I've noticed a lot on TikTok, and it, this happens in a lot of the TikToks I used in the video, is um, the user will show their face first, like they'll show up on screen first um, and say like, with like the, there'll probably be text on screen, like, you know, beautiful shots in, in cinema or something like that. And then they'll go to the film clips. Um, and I think that is, I mean, this is all me guessing, but I don't know. I, I spent like a million years on TikTok. Um, so I, I feel like it's an educated guess. Um, like I, I, I have a feeling that the showing your face at the beginning of the video is probably going to help you with, you know, the algorithm and all that. If you want to get if that's what you want to do on TikTok, if you want to get views. Interesting. And so on TikTok, are there I think I know the answer to this based on your video essay and also just general familiarity, but I'll ask it anyway. Are, are there well-known film TikTok accounts like in, in the same way that we might say like, oh, I I would go to Kaylin's video, Vimeo, Vimeo uh, YouTube page or Grace Lee or Every Frame of Painting. Like, are those types of people starting to emerge on TikTok? I don't know if there's any like central like stars or anything like that. And that's because of the nature of the platform where everyone's feed is different. Like there are so many times where I'm talking to my siblings about like, oh, have you seen this this thing that's all over TikTok? Because it's like, you know, all like my feed has like 10 videos of it. And then they'll say, oh, I've never seen that in my life. So it's kind of hard for like there to be like sort of central big users. I think that's a good thing because then you don't have any voices dominate. Yeah, I actually, I posted a TikTok the other day asking people to comment like who they would choose to represent film TikTok and I didn't really get any answers. <laughs> Everyone just said, oh, there's too many. There's too many to, to pick to pick one or, or pick a couple, so. That's awesome, so. I think that's a good thing, yeah. Yeah, no, totally, it seems like totally decentralized in in a way. And and that is the thing that the TikTok algorithm is known for, right? Like it is incredibly good at personalizing it to you because I mean like most algorithms, I guess the TikTok algorithm is known for being like very addictive, right? Like that's kind of what it's known for, like just keeping you scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. What is that? Why? I mean, I, I don't even in a technical way, but is there something about the interface? Like what what is it about it? Well, it also, I mean, this might just be on my phone, but um, I don't see the time at the top of the app when I'm in it. So I totally lose track of time. It's like kind of a problem. Um, and also, I, it's just the algorithm, the algorithm picks up very well on like what you're liking, what you're watching. Like you don't even have to like something. If you watch, you know, a, a TikTok about baking, you're probably going to get baking videos in your feed. You know, just to, to clarify for people who aren't familiar with TikTok, your feed or your For You page is the actual name. It's full of people you don't even follow. It's just like random people that the the algorithm thinks that you'll like. So it's it's really about like the individual videos instead of the creators. Although there are like outside of film TikTok, there are like very famous individual TikTokers, yeah. So it's almost like if the Discover page on Twitter was like the main thing and if the Discover page was like actually good. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Or like the Instagram Explore page. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. We talked about earlier, we talked about people who were sharing film TikTok videos of them discovering films for the first time and doing really exciting things. Um, what are some of the outside of the box ways that you've seen people explore films on TikTok? 
TikTok. And that could be maybe there's like a really insightful TikTok that just kind of blew your mind about one of your like favorite films or that allowed you to see a film in in a new way. Um, or they did something just really innovative editing wise or there was a really cool heightened level of analysis. Like, can you just give us a, te- a broader sense of just kind of the texture of the different types of films, uh, the t- different types of TikToks out there on film TikTok? I'm going to highlight a specific TikTok. The username is PBPBBPBPB. Um, these TikToks, um, they're like a lot more, I'd say, poetic. Um, they're all like voiceover, voiceover heavy, uh, but it's not in the sort of mainstream YouTube, like just keep talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and, and explain everything about film to you. Um, it's more like, oh, I watched this movie the other day and it had me thinking about this thing in cinema or this thing in life. There was one about slow motion on, on, on that account that I really liked um, because it was just about slowing things down in cinema and in life um there have there's been like in in general a lot more voiceover in on tiktok um in film tiktoks um because well i don't know why just (laughs) i don't know it just i just has started to to take off um or at least i've just started to notice it or they've just started going in my feed maybe they were always there um but it just feels like um it was already such like a a it was already a way of of sharing like your personal thoughts about film or your personal experiences but i feel like with the voiceover it's brought that out even more with with this rise of voiceover you know how how produced are these tiktok videos like this is a very this might be a dumb question but can you like make a video and then upload it to tiktok like could you use a, like like a like a microphone like what is your sense that like what it, are, are people primarily just using the editing in the app or are they using outside editing? Is it like obvious when someone uses like, you know, Premiere or After Effects or or something to like make a video? Like what is that breakdown? Um, I'd say there's probably like people do use outside editing apps more often than right in TikTok, but there are a lot of people who just use TikTok and you can tell when they when they only use TikTok, but nobody cares but it's it's very easy to just you can just upload anything from your camera roll i've done it before because i put um i made like a tiktok to promote the rise of film tiktok and it's it's even if you um if you upload a video even though that's like technically your own sound you can link it to an existing sound on tiktok um which which is very helpful but i'd say more people use like premiere or or just like uh I don't really know what the phone editing, the big phone editing apps are. Well, because my sister, like I said, she's like a, a film TikToker and she makes all her videos in, in Premiere and just uploads them. Um, she puts them on her phone and then onto TikTok and it, it works fine either way. Well, we'll definitely link to your sister's uh, TikTok page on the, on the website. But but one thing I, and, and, and thank you for that. As you can see, I'm I'm incredibly ignorant about the subject, but I'm, I'm I'm really fascinated by it. But when I was in high school, my friends and I were all obsessed with Vine, which is kind of the the, the precursor in a way to TikTok. I understand there's a lot of differences, but it seemed to me that Vine was just like, I mean, I still I, I can think of you know countless vines that still make me laugh just thinking about them, and like my friends and I, we still 
say phrases and and talk about Vine all the time. And I think there's kind of this mythology around it because they were all just kind of wiped from the internet. And sometimes you can find them on YouTube and stuff. And it was just, it was so funny. And I feel like uh, my sense is that Vine was maybe more just like outlandish jokes or whatever. And maybe it had a shorter window and less reach than TikTok. I think that's definitely true. But I just want to, I don't want, I don't want to get lost in our discussion that TikTok can also be really funny and that like humor is an important part of it. So could you talk about the role of God, all these questions I'm saying them, they sound like I feel like I sound so boring. But like, can you talk about the the, the role of humor in 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 film TikTok? Because it seems to me some of the most brilliant videos and brilliant that are are also the, the funniest and and make me laugh out loud. Yeah. Well. Well. First of all, I was also I also miss Vine a lot. Um, I used to make fan edits on there. Um, it was like. <laughs> my that was like my my editing beginnings um and there was actually i i didn't talk about this a lot in the the video just, just like a this is a vine tangent um some of like the tiktoks kind of took in took inspiration whether intentional or not from uh vine there was this really famous vine account well I, as famous as Vine accounts about film can be, it was called Aesthetic Films, and it just, like, they were, like, film edits, honestly. Um, not, like, cerebral, groundbreaking work, but um, there were a lot of stylistic consistencies between that and um, TikTok. I, I'd say a lot a lot of the videos are, are very humorous, and I think it's, it's to promote a, a very casual atmosphere, um, because... You know, TikTok is definitely, film TikTok has definitely grown since I made my video. And with that, there have been some people who try to, you know, enforce rules, you know, again, like being sort of gatekeepy, um, you know, trying to say like, y you need to think this way about movies. So I think the humor is a way to sort of keep it light, keep it fun, um, and really sort of fight back against any sort of seriousness on the platform. And I think a lot of going back to what I was saying earlier about stitching videos, people can take someone else's setup, their their clip, like setting up, you know, something really dramatic and then totally just like flip it on its head and make it very funny. Like, you know, like someone could say like this, this is the most heartbreaking movie scene of all time. And then someone stitches it and puts something from, from Shrek, Shrek 2. So I think humor, it's just, it's a way to just promote a very casual and welcoming atmosphere. One one of the interesting things about kind of remix culture and and vidding and videographic criticism and all these things, and it's something that Ian Garwood recently wrote about for the newsletter, is this question of of reappropriation. And you know, he he made the point that there's a difference between remixing Cary Grant and remixing Catherine Grant was essentially the point that he made. Um, but it seems to me like what you're saying is that when you put something on Vine, it's just like out there like you can't nothing is nothing is everything is fair game nothing is sacred is that true or is there sometimes do people get upset when people reappropriate maybe something that was made seriously or earnestly and turned into a joke or is that just not it's just not how it works and i know i'm asking you to speak generally like you know i'm sure there's examples of things but generally it, it, what what do you find well basically when you when you post something on tiktok you know that it's that it's liable to be duetted or stitched or, you know, for someone to do something with it, you know, use the sound. You can turn it off in the app, but then someone can just screen record it. Like you basically, when you post something, you just know that, not that you give up your, your rights to it or whatever, but people can just do whatever they want with it. Um, 
I've never seen anybody really get get upset over someone like remixing their video or anything like that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think it's it's maybe like on other sides, other corners of of TikTok, it's different. But I think film TikTok is definitely like very chill. No, that's interesting, and and I think like it definitely. It definitely, I'm sure, helps that you're releasing it into, I mean, of course, you're releasing your TikTok into the wider internet, but it kind of feels, it seems, based on everything you've described, that you're more releasing it into at least a little bit smaller community, like you're releasing it into a specific app, whereas maybe like putting, you know, a a video on YouTube, even though YouTube is a social network and everything, it kind of does feel more like you're just releasing it into the wider web what do you see as the the future of film TikTok? And I guess you could answer that in two ways. The first, I guess, you know, what are what what do you see developing in the future? And then I guess what would you like to see the platform become? Maybe that's the more interesting question. Like it seems like you really think that it has a lot of potential to be a place, to be a really great community, to be a site of some really great criticism. Um, what, you know, what what does the future look like in uh, maybe a more idyllic sense? <laughs> I mean, I think it will, it'll only get bigger. And like I said, like there's people, you know, pouring in from other other parts of, of TikTok or just the internet. You know, I've had so many people message me saying they joined TikTok because they saw my video. Um, the future of TikTok, I mean, I hope that it stays like resistant to, to gatekeeping behavior. Um, it's done pretty well so far. I mean, one thing that I'd like to see more in the future um, on the platform is moving away from like list style videos, um, just because I feel like a lot of a lot of videos just sort of default to those like whether it's like list of, of movies you should watch or uh, movies that that talk about this this theme or something like that. Um, I mean, I see a lot of, um, like, there, there's always a lot of creativity, but, you know, there is, like, with with the, the growth of it, there have been, like, you know, there's obviously, like, some people who just, like, stick to the, stick to the status quo, I guess. Um, so one user that I think um, is doing really awesome stuff um, who wasn't in the video just because I hadn't, like, seen them at that point, um, their username is uh, hugeasmammoth.com films and i just um i mean there is like they do do a lot of um list style videos and there's nothing wrong with that um of course but they also i think the things that they talk about in their videos it's what a lot of the more they talk about things that that maybe the rest of film tiktok doesn't talk about um they highlight a lot of more international films instead of you know tiktok's favorite like you know interstellar uh la la land parasite you know all like the the film 101 movies yeah i don't just in terms of the the future in general i just think or at least i hope that it'll stay um as such like a welcoming atmosphere that makes a lot of sense because it it, it definitely seems like lists are just kind of the self-perpetuating thing where it's like there's an established canon and nothing can get in that canon and it's the same films over and over again and I'm sure I've done things that perpetuate that I know I have so my Hitchcock obsession and everything else so um but that that makes a lot of sense um you know I was actually going to ask you that as my final question um which was what are some of the the this like the staples of film 
TikTok, like as far as like movies that are reappropriated a lot and are there. And it seems like you've already answered that question, but I don't know if you have anything else you'd want to to add. Well, it's a lot of like the like IMDb top top movies. But again, that's it's just because these are like teenagers who, you know, I know when I was first getting into film, I just looked up like, you know, what are the movies that I have to see? So I, I don't think there's anything really wrong with it. Um, yeah, I mean, even if even if it's the staples of film TikTok are like basic, who cares that they're getting something out of it? I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think that's perfectly said. And as always, the problem is not that they appreciate those films and loves them. The problem is, the problem would be if they never watch films beyond that or, or, or ignore other films. So I think the goal for everyone listening to this podcast who has a wealth of film knowledge and loves film is to, to, to bridge these gaps and to, you know, to be talking with one another. And I'm sure that there are things about these films, whether it's La La Land or Interstellar or whatever, that even the... The, you know, the film PhD can learn uh, by watching film TikTok. I know I've taken away a lot of it. So thank you so much. Before we go, could you just give one final plug for your YouTube page and tell us, um, I know you have some really exciting, cool things uh, going on. So so tell us about your work and, and where people can find the, the things that, that you're doing. Yeah. So my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Kiki Crazed. That's uh, K-I-K-I and then crazed with a K. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when my next video is coming, but it's coming. I've been working on it very, very slowly. I also help run a Discord server that is actually the official Discord server of the video essay subreddit. So it's called the Essay Library. It's basically, it's a very, you know, a lot like film TikTok. It's a very casual environment. Um, there are are video essayists or people who have never made a video essay before and want to start um, or people who have no interest in making them and they just like to watch them. Um, we just talk about video essays um, and share tips or we just play games together too. There's like a landing page I made for it and it's uh, videoessay.card with two rs.co um, and there's like a, a link to join the server and I put a link to a beginner's guide to discord if you've never used discord before we also do uh what's called the essay library anthology where we do compilations of 60 second micro essays uh around a theme um and yeah join us um even if you don't know how to use discord we'll we'll help you out I, I can't recommend the the first uh Essay Library Anthology Volume 1 Beginnings Enough. Really awesome video. And thank you so much for all of the work um, that you do, Kaylin. And I know I speak for a lot of people when that we can't wait for your next video essay whenever it drops um, and watch it. So thank you so much for joining uh, on your screen today and walking us through the world of film TikTok. We'll have to, we'll have you back on at some point down the line and we can discuss how it's changed again and, and dive more, dive deep into all of your work. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. 